0: Hey everybody, welcome back to The Constitutional's Podcast. I'm your only host, Chad White, and this is the only podcast on the internet that's coming to you live from my bathroom. Okay, so let me paint a picture for you. (laughs) If you're watching the video, you're getting the whole story immediately. It is the day before Thanksgiving, the night before Thanksgiving. I am, I've been back, I've got a new job. I can't really talk, I'm not going to talk about it yet until I finished the application. <laughs> it's not a full-time job. It's just contract work. When I got back from work, I've been there literally all day, and I uh, have not had a chance to record any podcast, record the application. I try to record the application. I'm not home alone. And you know my. I have an issue. If you've listened to the application before, where I've recorded on my phone, Application is a podcast where I apply to be uh, some type of podcast producer at WABE, Atlanta's NPR station, whatever. (laughs) Moving forward. So I, uh, so I I sit down and record the application. I'm not home alone, which means I have to come to my bathroom and record it. I have issues with Adobe products. Not really working all the way. Not working properly. I've got Adobe Creative Cloud 2019 already loaded up on my computer. Or twenty the late 2018, whatever, the October update. Gotta load up my computer. I plug in my microphone, my Yeti, my Blue Yeti Pro, put it right here next to me, and I have it plugged into the computer. I open up an audition. It does not work. I am angry. I am pissed. I gotta put out the application. So I turned to my trusty secondary recording device, which is my phone. Now, hopefully in the future, I will be able to afford a true digital recorder. So I never have to worry about this audition bull crap again. But for now I have this pixel 2 XL. And as long as this works, we're fine. Knock on wood that it continues to work. So I'm here sitting in my bathroom in my apartment. Thank God I have a master bathroom. <laughs> I would be so mad if I did not, if I had to share a bathroom. But thank God I'm here in this uh, bathroom, recording this podcast that a few people will listen to. I'm not going to say the number because it's kind it's not embarrassing, but it's actually embarrassing how many people subscribe to this. <laughs> so it's really your fault. But other than that, yes, I did start a new position. Like I said, it's only contract work. Uh, so I'm not getting too many hours, but it is, I will say (laughs) paying me better than the last three jobs that I had. And that includes working at a news station, paying me way better (laughs) and a contract. (laughs) They told me one thing and then I signed some papers and it's a way higher thing. (laughs) And I'm like, Whoa, (laughs) I'll stop talking about it. I will stop talking about it. Okay, uh, before we before we move on, I want to talk about two two real quick things. ABC passed on uh, the middle, the TV show The Middle, canceled I think or ended whatever season nine, last television season. Wonderful show, I suggest everybody watch it. Harmless, I love it so much. They proposed a spinoff called Sue Sue and oh Sue in the city, Sue in the city. Would be about the middle daughter in her college years going to Chicago. They so ABC was hyped on this on this pilot. Order the pilot. It's been a year. They said we're not picking it up, but they did pick up that Goldberg's in the '90s, the '90s years TV show with Laney as a teacher. I just wanted to mention that. Very sad that that show is getting picked up. I mean, I love, I love the Goldbergs. It's my favorite show on ABC right now, but they didn't pick up the Sue in the city. I would love to see Sue in Chicago, but I think I understand. I understand why moving on one real quick thing, and I'm trying to find the article for it, but, uh, what's his name? Bill Maher said something. Oh, and, uh, I'll mention this right now. My throat hurts. So this episode might not be too long, and also it might be why I sound so raspy and different. To me, I can hear the raspiness. To you, I might sound like the same sexy chocolate man (laughs) that you fell in love with. I'm going to jump right off a cliff after saying that. All right, so uh, what's his name? Bill Maher said something about when Stanley died, he said something... Uh, and people were mad because he said he spoke his mind. Now, usually, I really don't care about this stuff. I usually, like, if he says, I what I assumed had happened was he said something bad, and people were mad that he said something, mostly because Stanley had just passed away. But uh, Mar on his show this past Friday said that Lee was, quote, a man who inspired millions to, I don't know, watch a movie, I guess. (laughs) If he didn't mention Stan, if he just crapped on these comic book movies, this would be way funnier. But this is pretty funny. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty funny. He added that when he was a child, this is all from comicbookmovie.com. He added that when he was a child, adults were expected to grow up and move on to big boy books without the pictures. (laughs) That's so funny. He also said, quote, I don't think it's a huge stretch to suggest that Donald Trump could only get elected in a country that thinks comic books are important. (laughs) Okay, so then uh, the only reason I'm reading this is because Stan Lee's company, Power Entertainment, responded uh, with why comic books are important, blah, blah, blah. Then they talk about Stan, uh, talk about movies. Anyway, I get what Bill Maher was saying. (laughs) He could have said it in a smarter uh, way. Uh, And he also didn't have to talk bad about Stanley because that was kind of (laughs) rude. The man passed away. And this is coming from a guy who did, the day he passed away, an impression of Stanley. It's me, Stanley Excelsior. Gonna keep doing it? Because that is the best impression I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) All right. Moving on (laughs) before I have to take a break. Uh, Who knows? We might not take a break. This might. (laughs) I actually do have to pee. I'm not going to pee. We'll (laughs) we'll have peed on camera. There's a barrier blocking the toilet. I could do anything I want. <laughs> Moving on really quick. Uh, Conan, Conan's podcast came out. It's a great podcast. Uh, it's called Conan and Friends. Is that what it's called? Oh no, no 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 no. Okay, this is what my note was. Conan's podcast did come out. Really wonderful. I suggest you check it out. Conan, I think it's Conan O'Brien needs friends. Uh, first episode's Will Ferrell. He's sitting down talking to famous people. And basically going beyond the couch and and saying, asking them why, how come they aren't real friends in real life? Really good podcast. Like I'd say it's funny, but it's a really good podcast. Really insightful. What, What I'd pretty much expect from the guy who had a show called Serious Jibber Jabber on YouTube. Also check that out. Okay, but Conan and Friends on uh, last Wednesday he came no last Thursday excuse me he came to Atlanta Georgia he's on a tour right now with a bunch of comedians came to Conan came to Atlanta Georgia and had a stand up showcase it was great LaBorg Borg was there uh, Ron Funches Taylor Tomlinson and James Veach Vetch all wonderful comedians. I didn't know Ron Funches was going to be there, which is, really, which is a real surprise to see. And I sat, I had, I was maybe one, two, three, four, f- six rows back. So I was really close. So I could see the definition on Conan's face, the high definition. It was great. It was wonderful to see Conan up in person. I don't know if there was a meet and greet after. I doubt there was. But it was so cool. So the show started out with Flula being the DJ. The show's DJ. He played a video. It was really funny. He did some. He did some stand up of his own. I'd say about five, six minutes of stand up. And then it wasn't like it wasn't like traditional stand up. He did you know just basically interacting with the audience. Really funny stuff. Did the video. Then he introduced Conan. Conan came out. Did maybe ten, fifteen minutes. Then Taylor Tomlinson came out. Did. Uh, 10, 15, something like that. James did 10 or did about 15. And then Ron Funches did about 15. All really funny. All really, really, really funny. Then Conan did a Q and a session at the end and people only asked him, they asked them all, you know, all the fan questions. No one ever asks like a serious question. Everybody asks you, what was your favorite, this, or who's your favorite person to talk to? No. And I understand everybody is as skilled as I am in interviewing. <laughs> But I would love, I wanted to raise, everybody was raising their hand, but I wanted to raise my hand and ask, and also I was there alone. I wanted to raise my hand and ask what the half hour show and the coming new year was gonna look like. Is it gonna be four days a week, like his hour long was? I don't know, can you see my face if I hold the phone? (laughs) I'm holding the phone like a pizza, <laughs> like you, like uh, like those people who uh, go out in public and and use their phones and speakerphone in public. Hey, how you doing? And it's just like blasting, <laughs> watching the video. You get the whole thing. Audio. This means nothing. That last aside meant nothing. But uh, but yeah. But I would have asked them about that. I would have asked him a real serious question. Like, what is that? What does that look like? What is it going to look like? Is it going to be daily? Is it going to be four days a week? Uh, is it going to be? you know, novel, every episode, what's it going to look like? I just want to know. So there's that. And then let me tell you this, the two people I was sitting in between, first of all, the tabernacle did a horrible job with the seats. They, what they could have done was not, was not, they were maybe, there were maybe six people in a single row and they bunched the chairs together on the side. So I was on the side, they bunched the chairs together on the floor. So I was, if you're watching the video, I was scrunched up very tight. Like I, I, when I say I could not move, I sat down and I could not move. You couldn't take off your jacket because there's no room to put it. So everybody was just bunched up next to each other. So I had to lean forward most of the time or I, I I hunched down. It wasn't a good, it was not a good place to sit. Uh, The guy next to me to my left Nice guy meant the nicest things. Did not want to talk to him the entire time. This man wanted to chat. He kept turning to me during the sets. He kept turning to me in between the sets. He kept turning to me after the sets. He he would turn to me and go, he, at the, at the, the last part, he goes, so who's your favorite, Ron, Taylor, or James? And Conan's, like, talking, and I'm like, I said, I, I, like, I didn't look him in the eye. I was like, yeah, they're all good. They're all fine. They're all fine. Like, I would, eventually I stopped talking to him because he was just so annoying. But he would go, uh, like, somebody would tell a joke, and then he would go, where's this guy? Oh, what'd he say? And when Ron Funches came out, he goes, where do I know this guy from? Screaming as loud as possible. I don't under, you don't have to talk to me. We don't have to be, we're not friends. You don't have to talk to me. Please don't talk to me. <laughs> if you ever see me out at a show, I'm just clearing my emails right now. <laughs> just clearing them out so that everybody knows. But if you ever see me out at a show and you're sitting next to me, we don't we're not friends. All right? Don't talk to me. Okay? I don't wanna I don't want to hear what you have to say. And he kept talking to the people next to him who were engaging him, who were having a good time. And then the guy to my right. He had the most knowing laugh. I'm so happy he was having a good time. He should probably never go out in public. <laughs> and this is how his laugh went. There would be a joke, and then he would go, <laughs> <laughs> and that was his laugh. <laughs> he was the, ex- the longest inhale through his throat, and it was right next to my, since we were so close, he was right next to my ear. And it was the worst, and yeah, I get it. Something might've been wrong with him. He might've been uh, an invalid. I'm just joking, don't ever use that word. Uh, (laughs) There might've been something wrong with him. Yeah, 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 I get it, whatever. Most annoying laugh I've ever heard in my life. I just wanna point that out. (laughs) You know what, let's take a break. Cause I might've, I probably should have saved that for the last part, but whatever. Let's take a break. We'll tackle the next two things I want to talk about and the second half of this show. Uh, There's something I have to do that I would mention on this podcast. And now I'm taking, I'm pausing as I'm recording as I'm doing this. Okay. Um, I wonder how I want to do this. All right, I'm going to take a break. I'm going to press pause on the camera. We'll be right back. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this stupid show. I don't know. We'll see you in a second. Okay, so let's do something. We're going to do something uh, very different here for the second half of the show. Uh, starting out really quick, uh, I was emailed by Jason Katz, who I know only over the internet. <laughs> Jason Katz of Two Buffoons. Uh, he and his team are very funny. I've mentioned their stuff before. They did a uh, a celebrity interview with uh, porn star Dillian Harper, <laughs> which is a very funny thing, <laughs> and, and it may or may not be one of the most clicked on things on my entire website. <laughs> but uh, I did mention it. Like I said, I just mentioned on the web. I mentioned on the website years ago when they did that. Kept in touch with them. Very funny people. Uh, we follow each other on Instagram and Twitter. No big deal. And I did, I I'd said, I said, I was going to mention this on the podcast. So their next video that they have, up, uh, one of their latest videos, they've been making videos for years. One of the latest videos they have is uh, I don't have a look, I'm, I'm taking a whole real quick aside. I don't have a monitor in here, but I can see in the mirror, the reflection of the camera <laughs> of the DSLR. So I can see if it's still recording. So if you ever see me peer over there, like I'm doing right now. Okay, you're missing a whole bunch. (laughs) This is a pre-thanks. This is the worst episode of this stupid podcast. Now there's been worse. All right, so uh, they have a new video with Scott uh, Rogowski of uh, HQ fame. People still play that game. This is this huge game still. So I'm going to watch it live. And uh, you'll see me react to it. Why not? I got nothing else to lose. It's a very well-produced... I'm going to do some commentary over it. It's a very well-produced show. And by well-produced, I mean it looks better than news time because you have Jason and I don't know who this other guy is sitting next to him. Well, Master, I apologize. And they have a green screen and they're both in suits and they're sitting behind the table. Scott. Yeah, Scott. All right, here comes your celebrity interview with Scott. They've also done Scott Ackerman, I believe. Tell us, how did this game start? Well, it started about a year ago now. The guys who started Vine did HQ and I got a call one day from a friend of mine who used to work with at the Onion Nick Gallo he said hey you want to audition for HQ I said yeah, what's HQ don't you mean up and down yeah sure my little special buddy <laughs> I <a> good <laughs> oh, hey easy hey, Scott, I think sorry. I figured out how they shoot this <laughs> they pre tape the questions and then they go out and ask uh, Scott the questions yeah yeah yours too thank you compliments of the chef <laughs> <laughs> compliments of the chef, yeah, chef. that's funny okay, I, I love your hair all of your hair this is funny this is funny I like your beard well you don't have to give it back you don't have to this is a one way exchange I wonder how this is playing on the uh, no. podcast <laughs> love those overalls yeah. this is a very funny video Sunglasses. Thank you. And the earrings. Oh, thanks. Nice necklace. Thank you. She's a beautiful one. the chef. My man, that looks good. That looks good. I like that food. Have a good one, a good one man. You just got complimented by the chef. Thank you. <laughs> it's just so chef. stupid. <laughs> Can I see? Uh, oh, second. Jesus. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was good great. Yeah. You're a fantastic videographer. Appreciate it. Compliments of the chef. Thank you, sir. Ooh, okay. okay. Okay, so I finished the video. Uh, I didn't want to subject you. I hope I cut that out, because I didn't want to subject you to the entire thing. But it was very, very funny. So I, I, I think I figured out how they shoot the first half, which I, which I think I mentioned and included in the video, but whatever. Video version is bugging. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, it's a very funny it was a very funny thing. Compliments of the Chef. That really got me. I don't know why. It's so stupid. So dumb. So go check it out. That video was called Compliments of the Chef, uh, Two Buffoons, episode 27. Scott Rogowski's in it. Very funny person. And the hosts are funny. Uh, check out Two Buffoons. Subscribe to them. Jason Katz, that team. Very funny people. I like them. That's why I am still subscribed to them. Uh, All right, now let's move on. I should probably keep that video up so I can put that in the show notes. That is my fault. Oh, Jesus, it's playing again. That's embarrassing. This is why I need to... Oh, my God. Anyway, moving on. Let's move on to the things I didn't get a chance to talk about. The Kid's Alright. I just started watching that show on ABC uh, it's a great show. It's a show about a, f- a Catholic family in the 70s, and they have f- like 40 different kids, <laughs> and they're all boys, and there's a mom. Uh, it's created by Tim Doyle. It's a, v- it's a very funny show. Uh, oddly enough, it feels like it doesn't belong on ABC because it's got—I don't want to say—I don't know. It just feels like it doesn't belong in ABC. The, it's aesthetic— uh, the way it kind of uh, plays against its type, which is family comedy. It's a very, it's a, it's a show I, I, I like. And, I, and if, it really feels like it should be on Comedy Central or something else, that that's not ABC. It shouldn't be on broadcast is what I'm trying to say. It should be able to stretch its toes. And when I'm looking at the ratings right now, it is not doing too well. But it's. A, I think everybody should check it out. Check it out. Give it a shot. Uh, you won't lose anything by it. I enjoy it. It was picked up to a full twenty-two episodes last week. So you're gonna. You you might as well just hop on the train. All right. And uh, finally, Sony is going to be skipping uh, E3 next year. Uh, which is a very interesting move. and there are so many reasons as to why they could be doing so. but also they had this event called PSX, which is PlayStation experience I believe. and they're not doing it this year. They did it in st- they started in 2014 and it went until 2017. Last year was a little tep was actually very tepid because they didn't really announce, You know big blockbuster games it's kind of just talking about stuff we already knew about cut to this year they said they're not doing it people are freaking out but there are so many games i mean uh but uh sony i don't know what i was going with that (laughs) but e3 they're skipping e3 and there i saw an article and i can't remember for the life of me where it was but it was uh it was somebody writing for a game site uh, theorizing why Sony might be dropping at E3. And one of the reasons was maybe E3 is done. Like there's like nothing is, they didn't say it. They said it in so many words, but maybe E3 really is done, which is an interesting thing to say, uh, to posit E3 might be finished. There were a couple years where E3, was it one year or a couple years? Uh, E3 used to not used to E3 took a break at one point, and then they came back in full force, which is fine. But a lot of people are pulling out of E3 and and having their own experiences. EA has EA Play. Nintendo uh, has those online directs. Um, let's see who else. Square, I know Square's there. So there, are, I mean, but there are a bunch of other companies that don't participate in E3 in a traditional way. They do stuff around the convention center but they don't do stuff in the same way. Uh, So why would Sony want to drop out of E3? Maybe they're going to do their own thing, which is, I completely understand they want to do it. Microsoft rents out the LA live theater, a theater at LA live, which is close to E3, but it's still not E3 proper. So, with Sony not presenting at E3, I wonder if you can hear my TV, because it is blaring. <laughs> you probably can. So, uh, you know, and the, and the PlayStation 5 is rumored to be coming in 2020, which means they'll have to announce it in 2019 at some point. Maybe we will have PSX next year. No, I don't understand. Uh, I don't know what I'm getting at here. E3 is a very E3 is Electronic Entertainment Expo. I, I've talked about it so many times, but it's a very it's like Christmas for gamers. It's like Super Bowl for gamers. You get if you're a gamer and you enjoy video games. Period. You love to watch all the conferences and and see all the games come out and be announced. My hair looks amazing. I'm looking in the mirror right now. <laughs> But when you when these things happen when a when a company says, nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna be uh at E3, then you 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 kind of feel a little bit uh cheated. So maybe they're Maybe, maybe Microsoft is going to use this chance to, to become uh, better, to announce some first-party games. They have bought a whole bunch of studios. They bought two more la- two weeks ago. So why not? Why not be better, guys? Huh? All right. <laughs> That's the end of this stupid show. I, didn't, I said I was going to go for a half hour, but here I am going for a half hour. Hey, listen, if you like what you heard here, also, check out uh, the other podcasts we do, The Application, and tweet at WABE. Tell them to hire me as a podcast producer. If you like what you heard here, why don't you head on over to cpluscomedy.com where we've got an interview coming out. Uh, no, two interviews coming out very soon. Not tomorrow, because tomorrow is Thanksgiving. That might be <laughs> when this episode goes up though. Uh... Follow us on Twitter at C plus comedy. Follow me on Twitter at Chad black white Instagram at C plus comedy, Instagram at Chad black white head to youtube.com slash C plus comedy to see the video version of this podcast as well as our premiere show news time, which is a great show. I noticed that half the time I was looking in the mirror at my face and <laughs> my eyes and I should have been looking at one of the cameras. Uh, news time is the premier show for C plus comedy.com. It's a weekly entertainment news show. Very funny. We choose one story and we stick to it. One to two stories this week. It was two We're talking about, uh, reboots, reboots and rehashes and remakes and stuff and WWE's movie studios. So there's that next week's episode is going to be political and, I didn't want to do it, but it is a big story that I really wanted to cover on something. So take that as you will. You'll see it in a couple of days. Thank you for listening. I very much appreciate it. You're the best. I love you so much. Goodbye, baby.